Hello and welcome to the People's Wrestling Podcast. As always, I am your host, Ali, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be at hosting Bunker. And as always, uh, to my left, I'm joined by Aiden Bunker. Aiden, how are you? Yeah, I'm alright. Hey! <laughs> oh, you're getting that catchphrase over. <laughs> over. Uh, uh, there'll be some merch coming. <laughs> there will be no merch. Um, well, there will if you start listening. Well, you may have already heard him then, since he keeps jumping in. It's Matt Bumby, everybody. The man. Oh, I should give you a full title. The man who that positivity forgot. And Matt I'm the, Bumby. And I'm the guy that hates the Rock. And the guy that hates the Rock. Yeah, and, I'm and, that guy. And Roman Reigns. And, and now John Cena. <laughs> no, well. <laughs> We'll get on to that in a bit. <laughs> um, okay, so massive, massive week in WWE. Uh, starting on Saturday, really, with NXT TakeOver. Moving on to Sunday with the Raw Rumble, Raw on Monday, SmackDown on Tuesday, 205, etc, etc, etc. So a big, big week. Uh, really kicked off on Saturday in style with NXT wow. TakeOver. That's all I can say, wow. You were impressed. Uh, Aiden, what were your thoughts? Share the same sentiments. So I think if you go back for our, our group chat, uh, you're, you've got your exact words, Aiden. Yeah, just holy fuck, Adam Cole versus Alistair Black was incredible. Adam Cole, bye bye! And then about 45 minutes later, holy fuck, Andrade Cien Almas versus Johnny Gargano was fucking incredible. <laughs> to which you just corrected me with holy fuck, NXT TakeOver was fucking incredible, which I think is fair. I think it is fair. Uh, there was, Definitely fair. Wasn't a bad match on the card. Never, well, there never is on a takeover. No, let's face it; they're always really pretty not. solid. But this one, especially, was was pretty pretty amazing. Um, best takeover ever, mm. from start to finish. Yeah, maybe it's a tough one. There's been so many that are just always so such a high quality. All right, I'll do it this way. Name a bad takeover. Well, there isn't. That's the thing. <laughs> Good point. Um, but yeah, so so mainly Alistair Black versus Adam Cole. Uh, just an incredible, incredible match. Um, some strange injuries. <laughs> a little bit of blood. Um, what happened to his thumb? No idea what happened to his thumb. Um, I don't know if it was to do with the ladder or was before that. I don't know if it's to do with the kendo stick because as he as he putting it in Alistair Black's mouth it was it was like immediately after that when I first noticed the blood so I don't know if it's a bad splinter or something, or something. it must have been a really bad splinter <laughs> um, but yeah just an incredible match such brutality uh, really really great performances from both guys um, and I think the right right guy went over yeah keeping him keeping him as strong as they possibly can Without diminishing the momentum of Adam Cole. Exactly. So, uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me to see both of these guys in the title picture um, pretty soon. I think that would be, you know, the right, the right way to go for NXT. Um, I actually don't think they'll give it to Alistair Black. I think he'll get pushed to the main roster before he gets the yeah. title. So you don't often see that with singles guys. I mean, Sami Zayn is an, an example I guess. Would he won it? No, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger was going to be my other example. Um, you don't see it too often without them winning the title for them to actually go up to the main roster. I don't think he's a guy that needs the title on him. No, I think you're right. I think you know, I could, I could definitely see him uh, on the main roster. He's kind of 
not to draw too many comparisons, but he's kind of like an Undertaker-esque character where, because the characters themselves are so kind of mysterious and intriguing that they can be involved in interesting stories without needing to be in the title picture all the time. Yeah, and also I think how with people like The Undertaker, the title never seemed like the most important thing. Yeah, it didn't quite fit. Like just just wrestle as someone like the Undertaker, just wrestling to be the the best wasn't really what he was about. It was the whole character thing. His whole career was full of storyline after storyline. Really, it wasn't just say someone like Bret Hart who wrestled to become champion and then defended it because he wanted to prove he was the best. That, that was never really the Undertaker's thing. No. Um, so, in a certain way, Bray Wyatt is kind of similar. He goes from storyline to storyline. I know he held the title pretty briefly in a pretty un- uh, a pretty forgettable uh, run um, but he's kind of similar in, in ways that he's going to move from storyline to storyline because his character is so deep um, so yeah Alistair Black you know hopefully he keeps pulling up trees in NXT for a while um, I'd like to see him after Wrestlemania maybe yeah that's usually the point isn't it where they, they start to bring out the biggest stars I can't see who he's going to face at the next takeover, to be honest. Maybe Almas? Maybe. Potentially. But then, possibly they're looking at Adam Cole, aren't they? Well, yeah, I'd say that's probably a safer bet. Um, but yeah, I can't. there is maybe a little bit of a gap there for an opponent next for Alistair Black. I don't really know. Unless they're going to go back with Velveteen Dream? Potentially. Another I mean, it was a great we should, match. We should also add that uh, <laughs> he also had a great match against uh, Cash Sono. Um, so that's his I second. I don't actually like Cassius Ono. I'm not too fond of the guy. Either. I've been described as looking like Cassius. Oh really? Uncomplimentary. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't particularly have an affinity to Cassius Ono, but it was a great match. Very hard hitting. Um, I loved the um, knockout angle that they were playing at the start of the match. I thought that was great. I thought Velveteen Dream came across legitimately tough. Um, and yeah, just a, a, another really good match from Velteen Dream. He sort of comes across as like a gold dust character, but good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, the missing element of Dustin Rhodes' yeah. character. <laughs> um, He's gold dust, but can wrestle. Yeah. He's athletic, let's yeah. put it that way. Um, and entertaining. As long as they don't put him in a all-purple latex bodysuit. Definitely what Vince would do if he got a hold of him. But I was asking this question the other day to someone. Does Vince look at takeovers and go, well, this is shit. (laughs) There's not enough this, there's not enough this. Yeah, I think... um, He'll look at it and go, nah, not enough romance. Yeah, not enough. (laughs) Hang on, where's the comedy? Yeah, where's the storyline? No celebrity involvement, what? Yeah. (laughs) Just pure wrestling, this is shit. (laughs) Do you think Triple H goes, like, boardroom meeting on a Monday and goes, did you watch Takeover yet? Yeah. Did you think it was any good? Nah, man. <laughs> nah, I thought it was shit. I reckon Triple H is sitting there watching the whole XFL announcement being like, I hope he goes away for a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, Vince gets tied up for a couple of months and Triple H can start well, apparently, dabbling in what more. I heard was, I heard a rumour that Fox were trying to buy the WWE. The Fox Network. Yeah, that's true. That that has been quite widely touted. Yeah, as something that could happen. Quite a while now, I think. Couple, yeah. about a month or so. But what would happen then? Would Triple H? Would that be in the selling on? That he has to be 
no, CEO or I don't think I don't think it would be. I think the main part of it is WWE for for what for everything that they've done for the USA Network and everything the USA Network have done for them. I think that relationship is coming to an end, either contractually or, or whatever. Sometime next year, I think. Yeah, sometimes next year. Um, what it does mean is that if Fox were to buy um, WWE, there may or may not be the same amount of restrictions on WWE in terms of PG-ness and all of that stuff oh going God, forward. That would be the dream. And so a lot of people are getting excited about that, but I'm, I probably wouldn't get too excited about it. <laughs> it, think... could, it could also just be worse. It could be worse, exactly. So there's it could go both ways. Um, but yeah, lots of rumors about Fox buying or or NBC or whoever buying um, WWE next year. But I think I'm not sure that's going to happen. They they would have to. There's no way that they that Vince wouldn't still be the head. Yeah, exactly. It's just the the network executive as such as such. Yeah, I think so. Sort yeah. of like. What happened at WCW? Yeah, a little bit. The whole time. But hopefully with less interference. Yeah. Because Vince has already shown he can run a wrestling promotion for 40 years or whatever it's been. Um, probably not that long. Um, so, yeah. Another interesting conversation I heard, I've heard, i sort of heard online and in podcasts. Did you say probably not 40 years? Well, so how long has he been at the head of WWE? I would say probably about 40 years. Because it's 25 years of Raw. Did he not... Was he there 15 they, years before that? Yeah, I guess he would have been, yeah. 70s. Yeah. Bought it. So, wow, there's a long well, time. You think you're 30 now? Not, not, coming up not, to not. it? <laughs> not 30 yet. Got a good old month and a bit left in me. <laughs> well. Um, anyway, yeah, another interesting conversation I've sort of heard bounded around a little bit on podcasts and online is whether... Um, do you know when wrestlers have gimmicks that are very similar to like actors played in like characters in movies yeah. or TV shows or anything, or pop stars? So Velveteen Dream's gimmick is very similar to say Prince. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have said that Vince only approves of gimmicks if he thinks they're original, uh, and that for instance he'd never seen Scarface when Razor Ramon came to him with the idea of being essentially Scarface, Scarface. <laughs> um, so I wonder if Vince has never heard of Prince <laughs> well it wouldn't be Vince would it that'd be Triple H well uh, yeah okay I'm I, sure Vince has some sort of say I wonder if he's heard of people talk of Prince throughout the years and just assumed they were saying Vince <laughs> <laughs> purple uh, rain purple rain I don't know why I just sung that well because of Prince isn't it? yeah well R.I.P <laughs> Rip Prince. Alright, Prince. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just an interesting thought. There was a lot of people were saying, oh, he, he didn't hear, he, he never seen Scarface, didn't know about Tony Montana until after Razor Ramon had debuted. Um, there's other examples. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head now. Um, but yeah, uh, so I wonder if that's probably not the case with Prince, obviously. Um, but Vince, I don't picture him being like the most finger on the pulse guy at, at his age no um, probably not in pop culture so you know it wouldn't surprise me to see more gimmicks coming through of people very portraying very similar characters to those on TV and in films and... a good thing that I saw on the weekend sorry Aiden. if you want to pop no, in you, you go first um, did anyone watch the 24 special I did yes was anyone was else very excited like I was to see the Undertaker talking normally <laughs> 
It was weird. It was a bit weird. He sounded very un undertakery. <laughs> yeah, like it didn't even I've heard him speak <clears throat> as not quite the dead man before, but it didn't even sound like him. Yeah, it was a bit like higher and just, just hearing a bit more him, chipper. Just hearing him be like how kind of insecure he was. Being like, I don't want to be just the old guy. I don't want my legacy to be diminished and all that, which is what a lot of people have been saying over the last couple of years. Do you reckon he's that person that goes into like the locker room and everyone goes, oh, fucking hell, look who it is? Yeah, I reckon. Especially kind of the people who haven't been there so long. Like the first couple of times that he comes, he comes to Raw while you're there, probably pretty terrifying. I've never been that fortunate to see The Undertaker on a Raw. I've seen him in on a live event. I have. I saw his last UK appearance. I've yeah. I've never. I don't think I've ever been to an event where he's. At. Have you never did seen you not, him at an event? Did you not? Event? I've seen him at um, Insurrection. I think he was at Insurrection, but he was as the American badass. I saw him at. I saw him at the Royal Albert Hall. No, and, like, you were there with me. One night only, and he fought Bret Hart. One night only. There we go. I did, yeah, there was one um, <laughs> in the main event. Well, the championship match, not yeah. the main event. He got um, disqualified for putting Bret Hart in the ropes. Yeah, a bit of a shit ending, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, bit, bit of a shit <laughs> ending to a, to a title match. Were you even alive, Aiden? Yes, he was. Yes, I was. He was oh, two years old. That was ninety-seven. I'm not that young. You are <laughs> <laughs> twenty years ago. Oh god. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Undertaker. Uh, did you anybody hear Eric Bischoff um, on the Raw Twenty Five pre-show saying that the first thing he did when he got to WWE um, before he'd even been on TV or anything was to introduce himself to the Undertaker and, and basically just smooth things over because he he felt that that was the most important thing to do. Yeah, well, Undertaker used to have. Well, I suppose he still does. A massive say in what goes on backstage. Mm. Like, as in the wrestlers. He represented the wrestlers. Yeah. He was the judge of their own court kind of thing. Yeah, so he's definitely the locker room leader. Um, so, yeah, The Undertaker. Bit strange to see him on that on that, uh, 24 documentary. But it was a really good documentary, I thought. I thought it was a really good one. Um, quite interesting to see... Uh, the John Cena Nikki Bella stuff although we've probably seen quite a lot of that I liked it when John Cena got lost <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a bit strange I don't know where the fuck I am <laughs> it got me uh, instantly hyped for this year's Wrestlemania and nothing's even really happened yet <laughs> yeah so how are they going to make the ramp bigger I don't think they will <laughs> I don't think they can <laughs> otherwise it will be a nine hour show <laughs> Um. yeah so yeah the 24s are always really good the only one I think I've not watched all the way through is the Goldberg one because I'm not particularly bothered by it. Yeah, I watched that in Dubai, it weren't great. Yeah, um, but the rest of them have been really good and they do a really good job with those ones. And the Kevin Owens 365 thing, I was kind of hoping they might have some more of those yeah, in the pipeline. I don't, I don't know when another one, one of them's going to come guess, out. I guess it's quite a big commitment, a whole, <laughs> a whole year of filming. Yeah, I'd imagine they'd probably do one for someone like AJ. Yeah, maybe, potentially. Um, or someone coming up from NXT. Do you know what I'd like to see? Like backstage at the Rumble? I think that would be quite interesting. There was some of that. Uh, I can't remember what I saw recently. Uh, I might have just been listening to a podcast. I think it was with Jericho, actually, who um, said, how, I think it was 2013 when he came out. Was it number two with Dolph Ziggler? Yes. And nobody knew that he was going to be there. So um, 
and also with Edge when he won the Royal Rumble uh, 2010. Mm-hmm. Again, nobody knew he was going to be there. Uh, and he came out of uh, like a production truck dressed in like a druid's costume with his hood up and, and everything at like number he came out of number 27 didn't he yeah 29 Some, 29. Oh, 29 he came whoever came out of number 27 he left the production truck at 27 and stood in gorilla for one person and then went straight to the Can ring you imagine that person I've just seen fucking nobody that, that, nobody that, knew that, that one edge person was, was Jericho Jericho was the one before him and Jericho was the one he eliminated because yeah. of the rivalry they were in yeah um so I thought that was pretty cool. But it would be really cool to see what it's like with the Royal Rumble. Like, are they lined up? Or are they yeah, all hanging like around? Really hectic are they all hanging around Gorilla? Or are they all watching it? Or are they all getting ready? Or do they just I would like to in? know this, you know, sort of like how they book it. So do they just go in the ring and go, well, I've got to eliminate you now. Vince has just said. Yeah, I think I remember, I don't know if I said this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. I saw an interview with Hornswoggle and he's, they asked him like you got a guys just lined up backstage he said yeah pretty much and they said well how, how do you know kind of um where to be or when you're going in when you're going out and he said before you go out they basically just tell you you're going out two after Seamus or something like that so if Seamus gets eliminated you then need to put yourself in a position where you're ready to kind of get eliminated um so would be ballsy to play the fuck you I'm not going over <laughs> Well, it, Kevin Nash said he did that one time. I think this is... I was watching it on that... Uh, you let me that story yeah, yeah. of the Royal Rumble. This is where I've seen all this stuff now. I remember it now. The, the story about Edge and Kevin Nash, who was supposed to throw somebody out. It was someone quite up and coming. Can't remember who it was. Um, so that's my own DVD. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> um, but he was supposed to throw someone out. And he in, on the fly in the ring, he said, I'm, I'm not chucking you out, kid. You need to chuck me out. Um, so he let him. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was Dolph Ziggler. That's who it was. Because um, Dolph had just wrestled Edge, I think, in the main event. Yeah. And then had moved on to the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, and he said he got himself over in that match against Edge, so he wasn't going to chuck him out of the Royal Rumble because he wasn't going to do any good for anyone. But it's not uh, the podcast that CM Punk was on when he left. Mm. He said like he wanted people in that rumble to come and fight him. Yeah, he wanted Rusev to make an yeah. impact, and he kind of didn't. <laughs> and it just makes you think like, are some wrestlers out there to look after themselves, or do they care about the yeah. business? I think the older ones do. I think it's easier when you're older to be a bit more generous. Um, when you're a bit younger and you're trying to make your name, it's probably. A in your interest to look after yourself. I can't see Roman ever putting anyone else over. Well, you'd argue he put Nakamura over. But Miz over twice in a week. That's true. Miz is a veteran though, he doesn't need to get over. But no. yeah. Um, Roman's not at that stage where he needs to be putting people over yet. John Cena, on the other hand, is. And again, we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but again, John Cena has been doing that for for years now. So, yeah. Um, yeah. NXT TakeOver then, getting back to where we were. Jeez, sorry. <laughs> um, Ooh, we love a tangent. <laughs> some pretty great matches, even the, you know, the early early matches on the card. I loved Ember Moon versus um, Shayna Blazer. Blazer? Baszler. I loved um, the way that ended. Yeah, I loved I, the ending of that match. I thought Ember Moon sold her arse off in that match, not just with her arm, but even after when she gets choked out. Did you see she was like 
spit him out. Up. Yeah, yeah. She, was, she was like she was like producing bile. <laughs> it was it was like she was covered in her own spit. But and great. importantly, crucially, still selling the injury the next night. Yeah, the Royal Rumble. At the Royal Rumble. Um, which I thought you know happens too little these days. Um, so yeah, really great women's match again. Ember Moon, I think, is is a real star. I think. I know, she... I know this is like spoiler alert for later on. <laughs> is Shayna Blazer going to be with Ronda Rousey? Ronda Rousey. Because um, isn't it. she part of that? They've got four women. I don't know. Is she? I don't. Yeah. She's yeah. Part of the four horse women. Her, her entrance theme has a horse galloping at the start of it, and she goes out doing a four finger sign. All oh, right. Okay. Um... Potentially, maybe. Are we, it's probably something we we'll seeing, see later on. Are we seeing her versus Charlotte and the rest of them are surrounding the ring? I don't know. I don't, it's interesting to see... So we'd have like Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch and Bailey, against Shayna Baszler and two other people. <laughs> but not against them. I'd just I mean, see them at ringside. Ring, yeah. I don't know, maybe. Um... Well, yeah, they Ronda Rousey and her other two lot, no idea what the names are, were at the May Young Classic and they're all in the crowd and they're all yeah, were they? they had an interaction with uh, Becky Charlotte and Bailey, so there's potential. They've been it's been tired for a while. It'd be nice to see that sort of rivalry. Yeah, it'd be pretty pretty cool. Well, we've seen some women's stables now appearing over the last few months. Um, Do you know what match we are going to get at WrestleMania? Right squad versus absolution. <laughs> right squad versus the fucking welcoming committee. The welcoming for the, committee for the seventh time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think we'll get the right squad in one match, all against each other, with the welcoming committee all against each other at the same time, with Carmella. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, she's part of the welcoming. No, no, committee. no, no. We are going to get <laughs> a May Young over the top rope battle royal. <laughs> <laughs> That is what we're going to get. Because we we got the men's one. That is a great shout. <laughs> yeah, how many um, how many terrible gimmick matches are they going to actually bring in for the women? <laughs> we're going to have a women's House of Horrors match. Because <laughs> the first one wasn't shit enough. And they're kind of going to hire an Indian woman just so they can have a women's Punjabi prison <laughs> match. <laughs> oh, God. It sounds like the sort of thing they'd do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just turned into Vince and I was like, oh. Idea, bang! <laughs> there we go. Fucking brain on. Um, okay, so NXT oh, I don't. I really don't want to see that though. <laughs> if um, here's a question: If at WrestleMania we're going Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey, which yep. we may do, um, where does Becky Lynch fit into it? If you're thinking they're surrounding the ring, that's fine. Isn't that a waste of Sasha, Becky, and Bailey's talents? Yeah, but they're not going to. If they're not going to be in the main event. They're not really going to be on the show, are they? They should be, though. Especially Becky and Sasha. Yeah, I, I don't really know what we're going towards, because I've seen a couple they different might be possibilities in the Battle Royal. With, uh, with Ronda. I've seen, supposedly, Steph and Triple H versus Ronda and... Kurt Angle. I've seen Kurt Angle, but... Best <laughs> not be the fucking rock. The rock. For some reason, I've also Best seen Braun. Braun, because of the feud with Triple H. Yeah, I guess. But it'd just be weird, wouldn't it? Probably. I don't want to see Wanda Rousey in a tag match. I want to see her actually fight. I think it might be, we might. It probably quite likely she'll be in a tag match. I if, so. if she, so just to hide her deficiencies in the ring. Obviously, she's but great she's, in the she's octagon. Been at the performance center for a long time. Yeah, but well, did that ever do any good for Eva Marie? 
don't know though like a long time it, like it's only been no. a couple months and i can't imagine she was there every day yeah exactly she, she's she's a busy person she's been she's filmed a movie at the moment or whatever so but i can't imagine Char- she gets charlotte could get her through a match surely sorry yeah, charlotte could get her through a match yeah she could drag her through a match and there's no doubt that she can get through a match but i think whether it be charlotte dragging her through a one-on-one match where she looks a bit green or them having a big marquee tag match or something to hide her deficiencies, as you say. Or are they going to do be safer? four person? Four on four? Potentially. Uh, but then that, that would require them to sign the other two. Again, I don't know who they are, but um, I don't know if those two are interested in being full-time wrestlers or whatever. But I could sign them just for... Yeah, I guess they're one-off, maybe. Yeah. Um, I like these sorts of things, um, but what I don't like is when say celebrities but people non-wrestlers get the better of wrestlers every single time yeah, well i didn't that, like that's the, a very vince move yeah i didn't like the fact that she came out you think it's took away from asuka's moment yeah i mean if someone had come out in shinsuke nakamura's you'd have been like oh that's a bit imagine if ronda came out for, during shinsuke nakamura's <laughs> not but even thought, during the women but why couldn't they if they're gonna build to her versus charlotte or something like that why don't they bring her out at Fastlane? Well, what what what's going to have more eyes? Royal Rumble or Fastlane? Yeah. I get point. that. But I still think it took away from Asuka's moment. She's the first ever Women's Royal Rumble winner. With both champions in the ring. She should have said who she wanted to fight. Like Nakamura did. I thought it was quite odd that they asked them then and there who they were planning on fighting and obviously, and how they termed it as who are you going to fight rather than which belt are you going to go for. Yeah. Because as Stephanie said on Raw, Alexa might not be the champion. Yeah. Uh, Nakamura, <laughs> Nakamura has specified AJ Styles. So does yeah. that mean if he loses the title, he still has to just fight AJ <laughs> regardless? Um, so yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit weird. I thought that was a bit strange. Like immediately after the Raw, who are you facing? Like, you not have time to think about it yet. Yeah, give me five. Yeah, um, he used to do it on the Raw after usually. Yeah, because what if he says AJ Styles and then actually, I don't know, like Kevin Owens, Kate Kane wins the title on Raw and he goes, oh, actually, I think I could beat Kane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could beat Kane. Yeah, that was it. So we'll get onto the Raw Rumble actually, and it's probably a good place to get onto it now because Takeover is was brilliant. We mentioned it, um, but the Raw Rumble, I bloody loved the show. The only thing I'd say, the only gripe was the match order. It was a Shocking. bit odd. If I'd have booked it, I'd have booked women first. First match up would have been the women. I think a lot of people would have booked it like that. But looking back on it, I think they made the right choice. Yeah, I don't think there's any way you can do the women's match first and still have Ronda at the show. Yeah, maybe. But then we'll have the men first. Well, that would have gone down even worse. <laughs> I don't know it would, though. Yeah, so we were watching it. And we started thinking, like, it was the third match of the night, and we were a bit like, wait, is this going on now? And then it's actually started to happen, and because none of the Raw matches have happened yet, we were thinking people like, Seth Rollins has got a match later, so does that mean he's not in the Rumble? Cesaro and Sheamus? Those kind of guys? Yeah, maybe? I was really concerned that we weren't going to see Seth Rollins or Cesaro or Sheamus in the Raw Rumble. <laughs> Turns out neither of them, none of them really made much of an impact. I mean, Seth did, but... 
I think, um, I think Seamus made the most memorable <laughs> contribution to that Royal Rumble. One second wonder. Yeah. Uh, two seconds, two seconds. Oh, well. You sound like me trying to reason with, <laughs> with Tasha. Two seconds, two seconds. Um, it wasn't one second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too many things to say. Um, you just touched it and it went off. <laughs> Let's get it back up to the highbrow <laughs> conversation of the Royal Rumble. Um, so, yeah, the match placement, I thought, was a bit odd. We were sat there, weren't we? So, word sort of started filtering through that they were going to start with the SmackDown Championship match. Um, they announced on the pre-show. Yeah. Um, and then that was a bit like, ooh, really? Uh, okay, well, I can. that's all right then. Didn't like, didn't like the... I didn't like the match, if I'm going to be brutally honest. I didn't think it was great. Uh, I enjoyed it whilst it was on, but looking back, I was, it wasn't memorable. No, I think the end was a bit, and it was quite short. I thought. What I thought they were going to do was, I thought they were going to do the whole not the legal man thing. I did think that would be a bit odd after we had it with the Usos about two weeks before, but I thought they were going to go to Shane. Shane would be a dick about it, and he was. And then I thought they would go to Daniel Bryan, and say like, look. You obviously saw what happened. Shane's being a dick. Put us in the rumble, and he would. But it didn't quite transpire like that. No, it was a bit odd. Um, when um, when AJ won, I fully expected the match to be restarted. I thought Daniel Bryan would come out and restart the match. Yeah. Um, and then part of me thought, oh, shit, Kevin Owens and Sammy are going to win then. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it didn't transpire like that. They left it. Uh, even though... When we had it with the Usos and Chad Gable and, and Shelton Benjamin, that there was another referee who came out to change yeah. the decision. Yeah, we we were told the other week there's always a referee backstage, a gorilla or whatever, who comes, who will come out and correct bad referees. Just felt to me that they were well, fuck Kevin Owens and <laughs> They lost. Fuck it. Yeah, uh, but then part I, I think they should have used that and they should have um, gone with the storyline of maybe Shane had stopped the referee from going back out or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they can play on that going forward. Uh, I don't know if they're trying to get away from the whole Shane versus Kevin and Sammy angle, but I actually really enjoy that angle, and I think that's got some legs, which could go all the way to Mania at least. Um, and as long as Kevin and Sammy are on SmackDown, that, that whole bad blood can go. It's it's almost that there's almost the only real storyline on SmackDown. Yeah, it is, and I, I definitely think it has. Um, some momentum in it um, and it's, it's it's just intriguing I know a lot of people don't want to see Shane in matches at Wrestlemania but I think it's going to happen anyway regardless of what you think about it so you might as well have it in, a, in an entertaining he's going to chuck himself off angle yeah. regardless of whether you want to see him in these kind of matches or not they're almost always entertaining yeah there's always something to talk about afterwards that's for sure um, so yeah the match didn't get restarted Kevin and Sammy got screwed um, and yeah things just carried on um, next up was the was it the Usos and yep. Chad Gable Sean Benjamin yep <laughs> yep yeah part of me thought did they do this for Corey Graves benefit but then they had the raw guys at ringside this time because you you said at the very start of the pay-per-view when we were watching it does that mean Corey's going to have to run from like the the Raw uh, announce table to the SmackDown one? 
And then, but what they did was they did all the SmackDown stuff, got the SmackDown stuff out of the way, yeah, and, then and had, had them fuck off, and had the Raw commentators come down. Apart from Booker T, who got replaced by a combo of Jerry Lawler and Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> um, I wasn't grumbling. <laughs> I don't think anybody was. <laughs> Jerry Lawler got some paid work, and uh, <laughs> Stephanie was all right actually. Jerry Lawler was uh, not at his best on Sunday. He. <laughs> Just so so many little things like John Cena comes out and he goes, "Oh, is my pick to win the Rumble Royal?" and just things like he doesn't know the rules. I don't know if he was doing it by design to ask the kind of questions a casual fan would, but it's like he just—it's like he doesn't watch wrestling. Maybe he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. Um, but like he's been in the business for what forty over forty years now or something. Like he just seems like he doesn't know much. I know this is this is a little bit jumping ahead, but. When they were like, oh, Koji is uh, going to be joining Raw's team. Booker T's going back to his normal role as... <laughs> Special shout out to Booker T filling in. Yeah, um, he's going back to his normal role of being on the kickoff shows. <laughs> so does that mean that uh, David Otunga's job has been taken by Booker twice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. Um, so yeah, the, the Jerry Lawler. There was one point I can't remember. I think Byron Sex, Sexton. Sexton. Byron Saxton. Byron Saxton Hardcastle. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the um, what's it with the ride along where they call Byron? Uh, Is it Tom Phillips? Tom, call yeah. call Byron, and I think they're with Nia Jax. Yeah, <laughs> he gets well all like pervy with her, and she's like, "See, he does it all the time." Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, that is Byron Sexton. So basically, Byron is a massive perv. Um. But yeah, I think Byron had said something. It might have even been Corey. And Jerry Lawler was like, yeah, all right. BS. Yeah. It was, yeah. Did you hear what he said earlier in the night? He said, um, Corey was going on about, not Corey, uh, Byron was going on about Sammy and Kevin. Yeah. So he was like, oh, you know what? I used to work with JR. Uh, well, I, no, I used to work with Jim Ross. We called him by his initials, JR. So you can call Byron by his initials, BS. Uh, so I see. So Corey said something later on. He went like, yeah, shut up, BS. And then Corey <laughs> literally went, what? what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Because uh, that's pretty much how I react to most things Joey Lawler says. <laughs> what? Just think maybe you should stay off of. TV now. Yeah. Like he, just, he just made like there was a point where he knew he made a bad joke because um, Corey said something like, "Imagine a Sylvester Stallone produced movie about Rusev or Rusev Day," and he King said something like, "Oh, I've seen better film on teeth." Anyway, I'm sure we'll <laughs> see that one day, and just like moved on instantly because he knew he just made a crap corny joke. Because <laughs> um, yeah, Jerry Jerry Lauder to be. I don't want to be too harsh on it. I thought he did all right for the Royal Rumble. It can't be easy to keep coming in and out like that. You have to get into your flow. Yeah. He probably did better than Booker would have. He, yeah. he, he just Booker would have been so confused. <laughs> a, a lot of his stuff these days is just, he seems very outdated. Like, yeah, he seems yeah. out of touch with the product of, this, yeah. of the year. Are we era. being really critical on him? Because Corey Graves is really good. Yeah, I think that's probably, it just gets highlighted. Booker T was so bad because he was with Corey Graves, it was so good. I just I love. Towards the start of the match, Corey Graves said something like, uh, imagine Rusev on Rusev Day winning the Rusev Rumble and going to headline Rusev Mania. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just, Corey loved bloody Rusev. <laughs> and then didn't he say the merch will be available? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, unfortunately for other people, they've got to live up to Corey's uh, expectations, yeah. really, haven't they? I um, mean, fair play to Corey, though, because he came in just as a 
tag wrestler. Yeah. And now he's the best. I'd say he's better than Cole by oh, a long yeah, way. By a long way. Maybe not as a, a host. Cole has a harder job. Yeah. But, yeah. He's, he's good at what he does. He gives good kind of wrestler insight, um, which I think was missing for a while. I think like, he, he adds a bit of character to the, to the announce desk because Michael Cole is so bland yeah. as a personality. He, he is, I'm Mr. WWE. Yeah. I, I say right, I do right, I act right. Like just Vince tells me what to say, I yeah. say it. Yeah, exactly that. It's like a puppet. <laughs> yeah. uh, whereas Corey has a bit more personality, a lot more personality. And and is a bit more edgy as well, a little bit. Well, speaking of, he's a good kind of heel commentator, but he's not like a Jerry Lawler kind of heel where he's always siding with the yeah, heel. He's not consistently heelish. He, he hates Elias. Yeah, he <laughs> hates Sasha yeah. Banks as well. Yeah, he has a lot of grey area, though, with some heels he hates, like Elias. Um, when Michael Cole loves Elias for yeah. some reason. I know. But there was a little bit on SmackDown. I don't know if it was just the stream that I watched online, but it went to an advert break. And it was quiet. It was after the Usos said they were going to come out. Mm. And it went quiet for a little bit. And then right at the end, you hear Corey Graves just go, yeah, sure, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hear that. <laughs> um, so commentary aside. Saying, saying hearing stuff, did anyone else hear if during the first match on TakeOver, they were really loud at calling? I, mm. I was listening to it on headphones. So I don't know if my headphones were really picking it up. Yeah. I find that more when I watch with my headphones at work. I can hear things way clearer. The crowds always seem way louder. And I watch it on TV and I'm like, oh, this is shit. I don't know. Go, chop, chop, chop me again. Chop me again. Hmm. I never hear this normally. Relating that to the Rumble match. I know John Cena is famous for his calling in the ring, but... If you really go back and listen, some of it is so obvious. You can hear him go as Goldust comes in and starts his little flurry. All you hear is, atomic drop, and then drop and punch me. And then he did an atomic drop, and then does the whole drop and punch thing. And there was parts where, I'm sure you must have seen it on Twitter by now, uh, when Reigns and Cena were facing off in the ring, and everyone was saying, you both suck. John Cena was shouting, and it looked like he was saying, like, no, no, to the crowd or whatever. But what he was actually doing, and when you watch it, it's super clear. He's going, Shinsuke, now! Shinsuke, now! And then about five <laughs> seconds later, Shinsuke and Bala come and break it up. And it's just so awful. Like, he's screaming it in the middle of the ring. He gets... Don't they break it up when he goes for the five-knuckle five shuffle? Like, Finn Bala intercepts it. I thought that's when they broke it up. They done a, They did it a couple times. Oh. They had a, the stare off. But just things like he... Um, when when Ray did a double six one nine to him and Reigns, they're, on, they're facing the camera, and you can see John Cena shouting in his ear... Just telling him all this. It's like he just—he doesn't even try and get away with it. He just knows what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, he's very bad at spot calling. Yeah, like he—he he just doesn't try and make it subtle at all. It, it's always annoyed me, but this worst, rumble especially was the bad. worst match I've ever seen for that was Sting versus Triple H. Yeah, that was yeah. But I put that down to rustiness on Sting's part, maybe. Um, Two guys who've never worked together. Yeah, or not for twenty-five years or so. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, a lot of spot quarters. But you're going to get that in Royal Rumbles, unfortunately, with um, the sheer amount of talent there who've never worked with each other. Um, and a lot of it is actually called on the fly, the action in the ring anyway. Um, so it's, it's not surprising, but yeah, you're right, Cena is really loud at that. Um, 
So commentary and spot calling aside, what do we make of the actual men's Royal Rumble match itself? Because I personally, I loved it. Yeah, one of the best Rumble matches in years. We've got, become so accustomed to the last four or five just being a, a bit of a letdown. It's been bitter disappointment. Um, <laughs> but they proper that... played on that, didn't they? They proper played on <laughs> yeah. Cena and, and, and Reigns. Reigns yeah. are going to be the I, last I think four. That's, that's exactly what they why they did the last four of two corporately built guys and two indie guys. Because yeah. it was obviously like, this is what you hate versus yeah. we know what you like. We just oh, wouldn't it, it have been <laughs> so much better if it had been the last two would have been Finn Nakamura and they no, just had a little bit of a I don't think nah. it would have been because a lot of people would have been a bit like well I don't really care who wins now but when it came down to Nakamura and Reigns it's like everybody wanted Nakamura to win that oh, I didn't Nakamura more <laughs> you didn't you wanted Roman to win Matt <laughs> well only because I then won our uh, little sweepstake that we did well I, th- I think yeah, that, that got Nakamura over way more than if he was just to go beat Finn. But uh, I just I just really liked the Final Four exchange. Well, there was also, there was also that, a Final Six, wasn't there, of three corporate yeah. built guys and three... I can't remember well, who the other it, indie guy was, though. It wasn't necessarily... It, was, um, it wasn't indie... It was three past stars, it was three future. So it was uh Mysterio Orton and Cena versus Reigns, Balor and Nakamura. Oh right, okay, yeah, that's what it was. I, mean, I forgot Reigns so was on they, the other they, side they at said, that point. They said it was a clash of generations. Because yeah. so. I, I just really liked like the last four went on quite a while was good exchange, but the last two especially, um it it went on for quite a while and it was really tense. You could see like people in the crowd had their heads in their hands. Uh one of all of us here at MK at the MK eleven pub were a bit like it was just so tense. Like <laughs> you could feel the atmosphere. It was just like, oh god, I really hope Roman doesn't win. They're gonna make him win. <laughs> and, yeah, and then Nakamura winning. Like it was, it was, it was like a party in the streets. There, <laughs> yeah. there was people, people hugging strangers. Yeah. It, it was like a, a last minute goal had gone in in the World Cup final. <laughs> Matt, I bet you didn't get that, Steve's. That was pretty good. It was a pretty good atmosphere, to be fair. There was four of us. We also won the quiz, didn't we? We did win the quiz. That's... There you go. PWP, MK11 Quiz Champions, Raw Rumble 2018. By, by a considerable margin, about five considerable. points. Minus me. Yeah, it was eight points. So it wasn't the PWP. It wasn't all of us. It was, though. We wore our... It was the main bit. We wore our PWP shirt. Well, I'll just hang up my microphone now and uh, see we, you later. You can get our, the fuck out of my we, house. See you later. We wore our PWP t-shirts for pride when and collected our money. And the barman was like, um, have you guys got any proof that you're PWP? We were like, <laughs> hold on one second. We've got it on the front and the back. Um, so, yeah, that was good fun. Um, the quiz was quite hard at points. Yeah, there were a lot of easy, a lot of easy gimmies. Give us a hard question. The last one. The last one was very hard. So, Rico had won the... Remember him? Had won the World Tag Team Championships twice. With who? Two separate partners did he win them with? You have to get both to get a point. Jesus. I can't even name one. <laughs> well, I could, somehow. I couldn't name the other one, though, and that was a problem. But Rikishi was one of them. Really? Charlie Haas was the second. Jesus. We didn't get that one right, though, did we? And there was just a lot of there was a Royal Rumble round. It was the only one we didn't answer. Yeah, there was a Royal Rumble round, so there was one about like um... you had the first first one was you had to identify pictures of these superstars with their heads cut off, yeah. and then there was eleven of them, and then you had to guess what linked them. Yeah, 
And there was a couple of vague ones, like they were all in a Royal Rumble or something. They're all wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all wrestlers. Was, uh, they were all eliminated by Kane in 2001. Which, oh, yeah. which I got as an epiphany, just came to me. I was like, under 11. The ones that Kane eliminated. <laughs> I would not have got that had, and you'll notice if you listen to our last uh, a couple of episodes ago. Do you know what? Have we not watched the 2001 Royal Rumble back? <laughs> oh, I've watched the 2000 Royal Rumble, uh, 2001 Royal Rumble four times in the last four weeks. <laughs> because... <laughs> I watched it before you two did the podcast on it, and then you did the podcast, and I thought, oh, I'll give it another watch as I'm listening so to the podcast. <laughs> and then Steve was like, before, he was like, we've got an hour before. I was like, the 2001 podcast, like, <laughs> it, the 2001 Royal Rumble lasts about an hour. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, who comes out now? I was like, oh, well, now this is this person comes out now. <laughs> you were like that, and we hadn't watched it for years. <laughs> yeah. Do you know... What did or who did almost last an hour though? My pick for the rumble. I had no faith. You never. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had. <laughs> I was so slow on the update there. <laughs> I had no real faith in my prediction of Balor last week. I just wanted to do something that's a bit different because you guys had already taken Nakamura. Well, and if we're if we're gonna put it out there, guys, we got the fight. We got like. Three of the final four. Three of the final four, which when Balor came out second, I was like, oh shit, that's me done then. Um, but for him to be in the final, in three of the final four, like I was so nervous all time. And then when he got eliminated by Cena, I just went off on one in the group. <laughs> I was just saying, <laughs> I've just said so much shit. Yeah. I can't remember what you said. Let's go back and see what you said about John Cena, probably. Um... I didn't say any, I don't think I said anything about Cena. It was just a bunch of, bunch of swears. <laughs> a bunch of a swears. A bunch of swears. There you go up. Did the C bomb come out? <laughs> Hillux was one of them. <laughs> and this make no sense. Because I was texting so fast. Well, you were a little bit drunk as well. No, I've had a couple of drinks. <laughs> I can't even read some of these back because that one's borderline racist. <laughs> well, not actually borderline, full on racist. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, there was a few, there was a few expletives, <laughs> including Hillux, which I thought was the best one. <laughs> it, it was meant to be bollocks. I was fuck. <laughs> so scared, shit. <laughs> uh, and then the the rest, which I can't repeat. <laughs> so yeah, fair to say that we were invested in the Royal Rumble match, um, and I'm just going to put it out there. I predicted the winner. You right. did. Uh, Not the only winner I predicted. All right. <laughs> so, um, all right. Now you're back in the game. It's probably because... time for us to get into it, actually. So I won the bloody predictions, and if you oh. listen to last week's episode, you will hear Matt constantly taking the piss out of my ability to predict. Exactly. So right now you've got back into it. So now, if you want to be the leader of us, you need to now go on from this and predict everything. I'm not going to play safe. I'm not going to play safe now. <laughs> I'm not ever going to go right. This is what I'm just going to do a twist on it. I'm going to play safe. If I play safe, I know I'm gonna win. Yeah, which is what I didn't do. I just I I wanted I went more with things I would rather see than the things I thought would actually happen. Things like Becky Lynch winning, Finn Balor winning, Daniel Bryan being number thirty. <laughs> oh, that just, was just, such just a things, I thought I took a bit more of a gamble on things I wanted to see in the hope that WWE would pull pull one out of the bag. Got to be smart. Got to be smart. You hope Finch was listening. Oh, it was you? a bit. It was a. It was a fr- uh, freebie bit of a gimme this week oh, so, okay so the one that I win you were both like oh I wasn't really trying <laughs> no, not that I wasn't trying but we we definitely went 
sort of left field rather than right field. I, yeah, <laughs> like your your two rumble match predictions were very good, but the rest of the show you weren't good at all. Well, that I was there when it mattered. You had. Uh, I think you'll find I had AJ and Brock both to win. You had Gable and Benjamin and Cesaro and uh, yeah. So did Collins you actually AJ. win the one we did last week as well? Last week. Yeah, I kept the same predictions. Oh, did you? Well, to be fair, I probably didn't. I did keep the same predictions, but I lost. I didn't get two matches right. Um, so the tag matches, but the rest I got four right out of six. So I would have but got four out of six. I think six, you no? probably got four out of six. Yeah, so actually, this is not very good. Doesn't make a very good podcast. <laughs> I just stuck my finger up. <laughs> um, but in the new and improved prediction game, I absolutely have it both of you. Well, I wouldn't say have I would. And I did. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, we're just basking the glory for a little Elimination while. Chamber's until, coming up. Until Elimination Chamber. Elimination well, Chamber's coming again. up. We'll see. Early prediction, Roman Reigns wins the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> Tad obvious. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay, so the men's Royal Rumble match. Really, really enjoyed it. The rest of the card then. So, we had the two tag team... Well, we had the two tag team matches, I guess. Uh, one before and one after. Um, I don't know if you got to this point, but after the men's Royal Rumble, my, my body sort of went, yeah, it's... It's quite early in the morning. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get that feeling at all for the I, whole I Royal Rumble. Imagine if I was at home, I probably would. Yeah. I suppose like your body and your mind have become so conditioned of, oh, the Royal Rumble's on, it must be over soon. And then there was another like two, hour, two and a half hours to go. <laughs> My body just went, you should be in bed now. I did feel exhausted after, but only like emotionally. It was, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like when, when it all kind of settled down my heart rate slowed back down yeah. to a normal pace and I just suddenly went like oh, I don't think I can take another one of them <laughs> yeah. I was like I'm so emotionally invested in the end of that match I'm now shattered like I cannot <laughs> I, <laughs> carry I, watch more wrestling I can only imagine how the crowd would have felt like I haven't felt that invested in a match the in crowd ages. the crowd definitely like it everyone sat off. down yeah like the entrances come on for the tag match and no one was like uh, yeah nobody cared did they about you can wrestle for a half hour if you want we're not going to watch <laughs> and it I mean it didn't really deliver the match anyway I mean uh, and you enlightened me a little bit that um, Jason Jordan has been wrestling with an injury yeah I, I don't know what the injury is I haven't really put that much research it looked like it. a headache but that's why he hasn't he hasn't wrestled on Raw for two, three weeks now. He wasn't even on Raw this week. It must be just a kind of a niggling kind of injury. It can't be too bad that he needs to take some time off. Um, but yeah, like you see throughout the match, he wasn't in the match. And when he was, he gets taken out within um, 30 seconds. And then did some weird sort of stumbling around, being a bit dazed and confused and then sitting on the steps. <laughs> yeah. And WWE's whole policy on concussions and stuff um to then have them kind of feign a head injury but even like during the match being like oh you have to help your party you have to go in and, and then after the match they're a bit like oh we need to check on his health like it just seemed a bit contradictory yeah a little bit so is that over for them no i don't think so um They'll probably win them back at some point, and we'll oh, just yeah. keep having those matches over and over again. Yeah, they'll probably, oh, they'll no. probably get a rematch. Yeah. They're, they're contractually obliged rematch. Although, 
titles worldwide got a match isn't it? That's true. Yeah, they they got a title match on Raw. So I don't know. Maybe he's he is out for a little bit of time. So that might. Uh, I want to see the revival get a take uh, get a title match. I think a lot of people do. Um, they they haven't had a title shot, so you know. Interesting with the revival, the kind of terms they've been using on TV lately. Wrestlers. They've been calling themselves professional wrestlers. They said the crowd were trying to get themselves over. This is a bit, a little bit like oh. close to the close to the bone. Yeah, I feel like I'm part of the industry now. <laughs> Do they go hard all day and night. Yep. I can't remember the rest of the <laughs> yes. oh, We go oh. Be ready to fight. Good grammar. Good grammar. Um, it's a great entrance, that is. Say yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I love when the crowd do it with them, like when they came out uh, the night after WrestleMania or whatever it was. The crowd were like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the crowd really loved Adam Cole. The crowd oh. always love Adam Cole. Yeah, like when he come out for the Rumble though. <laughs> yeah, like at both NXT and the Rumble, his whole Adam Cole baby. I think because. People shout it as well. They don't just say it; they shout it really. So, like, it was playing during. It did it during his entrance music, and it easily drowned out his music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to which my dad went, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the the SmackDown tag team match was a two out of three falls match, which took me by surprise. Mainly because I predicted Gable and Benjamin to win. Um, I, I think I did as well. I got that more wrong. No, you said you said Usos. Well, last week I think I said. No, you said yeah. Did Gable I? and Benjamin on the show last week. Yeah, I think I did. So maybe you did win the predictions last week. Ah, uh, potentially. Well, no, because I got that one wrong as well. Yeah, but, but I you said Cesaro and Sheamus were going to win, and I said yeah. Seth and Jordan were going to win. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the match surprised me mainly because it was two 0 Like you know, I don't think I've ever seen that. No, I've never seen a two 0 Nah, there, there must have been. I think it it was so predictable that it that it would be one one and then a sudden death kind of thing that it reinforced the two out of three falls kind of stipulation. Whereas like if you're gonna do it, go to one one and then a sudden death thing, you might as well just do a one just a which single format stipulation. I'd like to see again. Three stages of hell. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of gimmick matches though in one, one match. <laughs> I can see that. Um, At NXT maybe? Yeah, that that would be the kind. Because it's quite an old school concept and they do like a bit of old school in NXT. Yeah. So yeah, I can see that. I can remember watching that when I was very young, very pissed. That, that could even Triple be H. H. Hopefully not too young. <laughs> that could even be the When was that? Stone Cold Triple H. 2000... 2002. Two, yeah. No, 2001. No, 2001 must have been. It was between the Rumble and WrestleMania. Yeah. No, no way out. 2001. Hmm. Oh, I was 16, that's all right. Yeah, yeah there's okay. Triple H, Shawn Michaels one. There was 2002, right? Or 2003? Uh, I think it might have been end of 2002. It was for the... Yeah, it was was it of, Bad Blood? It was end of 2002. I or think was, it was that a Hell in a Cell match? Or or something. Or Vengeance, whatever one is, the December one. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it finished on a... Ladder or TLC match or something. Oh, I remember, yeah. Um, and there was a cage match. So, Usos retain easily by the looks of it. Um, well, not by the looks of it. It was well, easy. It was, well, easy, yeah, which I thought was a big disappointment. They kind of built Gable and Benjamin up and then completely just shut over down, him. yeah. Um, but, you know, I can, I'm, not, I'm, I'm all right with the Usos retaining. That's fine. I just thought they were going to be punished, but they weren't. No, um, loves a drink driver. So obviously. I guess unpredictability is what they were going for. 
Um, and then we got the Universal title match. The Universal... <sighs> I don't know. What did I, I explained it on my... Te- clusterfuck. That was the one. <laughs> clusterfuck. I didn't, I didn't think it was great. I thought... Because of what had come before, in terms of you know the, the actual Raw Rumble match itself, I wasn't really up for this match. Do like, you know what I did take away from this match? It was match? a big deal, but I didn't want to... Brock Lesnar's a fucking knob. That yeah. punch, there's just no fucking need for. It was... It was a bit... It was, it was weird. Because um, you could tell that, obviously, Braun A wasn't trying a proper knee him in the head. And it was more of a thigh than a knee. Um, but, yeah, just just to get up and then punch him in the head like that because you know you can and you'll probably get away with it. Uh, I've seen a couple of things on Twitter saying that they both had a bit of a stern talking to because they don't want the possibility of a shoot fight breaking out in a match. But Imagine a shoot fight oh, with Brock. Could you imagine it? I reckon Brock would kill him. No, I think Brock would win. <laughs> no, I don't. He would, just, he would just instantly get you in a submission. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it wouldn't be just like a knockdown, drag out kind of fight. Um, and then Kane's just there going, what's going on, lads? <laughs> Kane just tries and pins him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it, it was... It grabs him by the throat, tries to give him a choke slam. Like, it just doesn't work in real Not life. <laughs> it was uncalled for... Uh, they, they've bleeped it out now. They've quieted out, but he knees him, and as he's getting up and punching him, punching him he basically just says, slow the fuck down! Um, which... Just tell him that. Don't punch him in the head. What What annoyed me about it, though, was was that they showed all the replays of it and they were they, they were literally being like they're supposed to pass this competition off as real yet they're there the whole time like oh my god they actually punched each other for real <laughs> holy shit <laughs> yeah that was a bit strange right <laughs> just just like every single wrestling movie is supposed to be look look real and as soon as there's one that actually was everyone's a bit like oh well that that can't be right well I'm sorry, but that's what everything's supposed to look like. Yeah. But he's just, he's got a history of this, and it's just art. Yeah, I mean, it's just, to a certain extent, it's taking liberties, isn't it, with, with your opponent, someone that you're working with, uh, to try and work safely, and, and then endangering them. I mean, obviously, Braun is a big guy. He could take a punch to the face, especially a gloved one. But, like, it was a punch to the temple. Like, what would happen if he just knocked him out? Yeah, exactly. Not only have you jeopardised Braun's health, but you jeopardised... Like one of the main events of the pay per view, um, potential injury, you know, um, jeopardizing Braun going forward. So yeah, irresponsible, I think, would be the word. I just imagine because it's Brock, we just gets away with it. Yeah, like, we could, could you imagine if that was just an everyday, oh, uh, just a random mid carder guy, like he'd be buried for the next year on TV every week. Well, look at look what happened to Triple H because he went out, um, the roll call thing. Yeah. Curtain call. Curtain call. Oh. Like, he lost a lot from that. Yeah, like he, well, he lost his King of the Ring win, potential win, but I suppose he's probably not too bothered about that now, looking back on how things have turned out. Right. But because it's Brock Lesnar, everything just gets swept under the carpet. Yeah, it does seem a little bit like that. Um, but the match itself, then, moving away from those sort of stiff shots well do you know what do you know what else like like they they sick of go oh it's Brock Lesnar they won't do anything do you know what I'm fucking sick of Brock Lesnar yeah like it's got to the point now where look, we're gonna get Reigns Lesnar at, at Wrestlemania it's pretty clear 
I can't wait for Reigns to win. Part of me thinks they'll have Lesnar win. Because I, I get the whole oh, attraction of Lesnar. And have him around, it's fine. Just don't but have him as the champion. Isn't his ban up soon for UFC? I can't remember how long it was, but yeah, probably is. Two years or so, I think it was. Um, yeah, I like... Ha- have him there. Have him in marquee matches. Fine. I just don't want him as the champion. Do you know what? I, don't, I wouldn't mind if he just went... You don't see that. Not, you don't see that much of him for. He he doesn't bring eyes to the product anymore the way that Ronda Rousey will. Yeah. Because um, his stars faded in some way from UFC fans at least because he hasn't been there so long and then he had that controversial win where he was drugged you know, found up. to have been doping. Um, so his stock has fallen in UFC eyes, I think. Uh, yeah. So a lot of fat like casual fans will think, well, Brock Lesnar, he's cheap. I don't yeah. Care. And because he just. Um, he's, he's on. Dick. He's on WWE frequently. Well, for, for Brock Lesnar's standards, he's on WWE frequently, and he he uh, he's not that rare anymore. Like he's not that attraction. It's just like he's a WWE guy. So yeah. He's not going to bring anyone external. It's just it's, he should not be the Universal Champion. No, not if he. You know, what is he doing with his time? He's not in UFC, so you know. Why can't he be full time? Because he doesn't want to be. That's all it is. Um, and I don't think I want a champion who just doesn't there. want to be yeah. full time. If you don't want to be there full time, don't be. Um, yeah, it's certainly true. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, he's an attraction. Yeah, I get why they want him at the top. Yeah, I get why he would be a champion. But if he doesn't want to be there full time, let him come in twice. You know, three, four times a year. Which is, you know, only a couple less than what he actually does. Um, so, but don't have him champion. Have him fight someone main. If he's going to put on matches like he did with Styles, fine. If he's going to put on just suplex city matches, don't care. Yeah, no, I'm not bothered. So, I think we now have a new hashtag on PWB. Done with Lesnar. Oh, I was going to say done with Brock, but okay, Lesnar works. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I understand the attraction. But what good is it doing for the Raw Championship? I don't think it's doing much for it. You you just know as well that anyone who comes up against him, they're not going to win. It's very rare that they come out from encounters with Brock. It's very rare when they went can, in. It's very rare you can say Jinder was a better fighting champion than Brock Lesnar was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Brock's title reign now has been since WrestleMania, right? So it was almost a year. It was 301 days on Sunday, so and probably four or five title defenses, if that. Yeah, I think we one of them wasn't was, a title defense because it, it was against AJ Styles. Yes, great, great balls of fire, SummerSlam, No Mercy, Rumble. So that was his fourth. Four title defenses in a year, pretty much. That's shocking. It's one every three months. That is shocking. What happened to the 30-day uh, <laughs> rule about defending yeah. the title? Everybody else gets that. Um, Goldberg never got his rematch. <laughs> I don't want to see that. <laughs> no one wants to see that. <laughs> Kevin Owens never got his rematch either, but that's another yeah, story. That's another... I don't think even uh, Goldberg's son wants to see that. <laughs> he just looked like he had absolutely no interest in wrestling at all. Goldberg's son doesn't give a shit about wrestling. <laughs> and he's a chubby little fuck. Goldberg's son is a prick. It's <sighs> a bit mean. I hope Goldberg's not one of our listeners. <laughs> if he I is, don't think he is. If he is, 
come fight me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Goldberg, you're next. <laughs> Imagine the listeners will get on that. <laughs> Just my bones crash. <laughs> I'll, I'll back you up. <laughs> into, into a corner for him to stay. <laughs> <laughs> do it, do it, do it now. <laughs> Uh, and I don't, I don't want to see you fight God, but not with your brain injury. I don't think you'd be my medically brain, cleared. My brain isn't injured, it's my skull. <laughs> I don't think you'd be medically More cleared. More than that later. <laughs> um, well, have you got some breaking news? No, I mean, just, just a cliffhanger for future episodes. Fair enough. Um, where were we? Universe Star. Yeah, basically, Brock wins, Prince K, and everyone saw it coming. Yeah. Yeah. But Women's Royal Rumble. Let's move on because I'm conscious of time. Um, I bloody enjoyed this too. I went into it with fairly low expectations and came out buzzing. Yeah, I thought it was good. I think it, it definitely lifted the crowd and the energy back up. It was booked well, I think. Um, so I liked, like, like I said, I think in our 2001 episode... Royal Rumble 2001 episode. I like. Just say do one back in 2001. I like having stories throughout a Rumble, and I like things like someone trying to go the distance, which we got with both Bala and Banks. And I guess I just realised they're mixed match challenge partners, so they could maybe play off that in their challenge thing. Yeah. I, I just like I like that story of someone going all the way, them coming so close, then playing off that for a while. Forgot that they were teammates. Yeah. Yeah, I just realised now. Yeah, I think that's something they could build into their story. They could call themselves like the Iron Man team or whatever. That's a really shit name. <laughs> You've come up with something better. Banks and Bella. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly better. The pressure was on. <laughs> yeah. It was better then. I just met in relation to them being the Iron Men and women of their respective Rumble matches. Okay, fair enough. Moving on. Right. We, la- we last longer than you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, yeah, you were right. The, the Women's Royal Rumble was, was expertly booked. So if you look at Royal Rumbles, they started off as a bit of a cluster uh, back in the late 80s. And they finally refined them. Um, and, and then we had, we had Roman Reigns winning. <laughs> well, we year. had some disappointing <laughs> ones. But, but, but the formula for the Rumble is generally quite similar. Um, but this one just seemed... they they. They amp, like ramped things up at exactly the right points, and because there were so many spots open for legends and returning people, um, that that kind of helped. Because um, it was every few entrants you got pop. Yeah, it was like every three or four entrants there would be a return or there'd be a call up. Yeah. Um. So it after a while it just instantly builds anticipation and get the crowd interest going. Yeah, and I did notice because when I watched it back, um, I'm still yet to watch it back. I'd recommend watching it back. It's it is still entertaining the second time, but I did notice that whenever a legend or a returnee came in, the formula was the same up until Beth Phoenix, I think it was, where they they got in the ring, eliminated one person, had a bit of a standoff or a fight with someone quite you know similar to them, yeah, and then got eliminated. It seemed to happen a lot up until about the Beth Phoenix where she tried to eliminate Nia Jackson and then got eliminated herself um, by Natty, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so that got a little bit predictable at times. I thought uh, some of the current roster suffered 
a little bit too much maybe at points because of the you know the people who would return um but i don't think it damaged the match in any way i thought it was really fun i thought it was just a really fun raw rumble yeah it was good shout out to uh to brie bella shout out to brie bella yeah brie bella looked make, good they make it a return for maternity leave yes. <laughs> um, you can call it that she had bigger boobs well that happens apparently <laughs> yeah she looked in good shape i've all i've always preferred brie bella to nikki bella she's more just, natural just in in every almost every aspect really um, she seems nicer her personality just i don't know twins but her look yeah um and yeah i've I've always enjoyed it. Do you know one thing I do hate though? Brie mode. I hate it when she says it. Brie mode! <laughs> She's got like a little catchphrase that's just semi over. Her shouting it in the ring is better than it, her entrance music. <laughs> yeah. Brie mode! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I quite like her entrance. Although, no, I don't know. <laughs> although the Total Divas episode where she singing her own theme music is just great. It's so cringy. Um, but yeah, so shout Are we all to a bit to watching that? I'd happily admit to it. Yeah. I love Total Divas and Bellas. Yeah, yeah, I do as well. I'm not, not going to lie, I do like it. Uh, it's, it's very scripted, though, isn't it? I'm very scripted, but... I prefer non-scripted things like live WWE TV. Yes. You, you do realise <laughs> um, Do you realise it's fake, yes? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, uh, the Royal Rumble. That's so... <laughs> anyway... <laughs> That's not saying Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> I thought it was booked really cleverly, like you said. Um, and again, the right winner, I thought. Mainly because I predicted it, but also <laughs> I think she was I also early. predicted it. Yeah. The, did, yes. the only downside, really, was... Ronda Rousey? When, as soon as Sasha got eliminated, when it was the final three, you pretty much knew that Asuka was winning. Yeah, Especially I was a... because... Uh, in I can't remember if it was either in the final two or the final three... Uh, where Stephanie, where Asuka was about to get eliminated, Stephanie goes, Asuka's going over! Yeah. And then two seconds later, she's going, she's over, going the over the top rope! rope. Yeah. <laughs> she just you repeated could, what Mike Kyoto said on Mixed Match Challenge. You could tell <laughs> You could tell someone was in a real, like, over the top rope! Over the top rope now! <laughs> she was like, you gave the result away! <laughs> um, yeah, I was a little bit disappointed to see that the Bellas were in the final three. Um, didn't, I know that Nikki's not the smartest knife in the drawer, but why would you eliminate your sister when you've got Asuka in her ring? It's what we said in the taxi on the way back home. It was like, if I was in the Rumble match and you came out while I was still in the match, first thing I'm doing is getting you to help me. Yeah. And I'm sure you would probably be like, oh yeah, if I help someone, they'll be on my team. Yeah. And then we can get to the final. It's just like wrestler's logic sometimes, especially in Rumbles, just like... Corey, Corey was good and conscious because he kept calling them out on it. Sasha did it a lot, where she yeah. broke up eliminations just because... Yeah, and he was like, why are you doing that? Yeah. <laughs> just to go back to the men's Rumble match quickly. When Cesaro came in, he went straight after um, Balor. He had Balor in the corner on his shoulders, and he was jumping up and down trying to get him out. And Almas comes from behind and makes a save. And Corey's like, oh, why would Almas do that? Uh, I, don't, I don't get it. And Michael Cole's like, well, in his defense, he might not have seen Balor, because it's the same as in the way. But if you were to if you were to look from Almas's point of view, or you'd see Cesaro alone in the corner, bouncing up and down, <laughs> facing away from everyone. <laughs> What's he oh, doing, my... bouncing over there? Yeah, I saw that one. It's like the one time Michael Cole goes off script and he just makes no sense. <laughs> on like King, I can't call him King Ross anymore, but I saw it on his WTF moments. Yeah, um, Ross so... Ross. Um, so yeah I thought the Royal Rumble match itself was really great so two really great Royal Rumbles 
when I was really expecting the women's to be a bit of a mess and I wasn't expecting too much from the men's. I was expecting to be disappointed. So overall, I can say I was really genuinely happy with this Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Yeah, agreed. For the first time in probably five years, at least. Yeah, I mean, the only it can be considered a downside um, in some instances, but it's just the continued use of Roman Reigns as the big the dog, fo- the focal point <laughs> of the Rumble match. The big dog. So having so 2014, he was the runner-up. 2015, he won. Do you, know what, do you know what I'd like him to just get knocked out? Yeah, just just early on. Yeah, like by someone obscure like Goldust. <laughs> Goldust or Rey Mysterio. Like 2016, it was all based around him having the title from number one. He made it to the final three. 2017, he was runner up and then went on to main event WrestleMania. Yeah, was it it's you just that texted bit... text the group saying? Yeah, this is like he's got to the final ridiculous. two or three in the last five rumbles now. It's ridiculous. It's yeah, it's just a bit like. Just have a year off. <laughs> Even when he was in the title match last year, he comes out last, becomes. You know when someone just needs an injury, <laughs> he would be massively missed. Like when he went out for a month with the mumps or whatever it was, um, he was think, pretty missed. So. Yeah, that was only because of the shield. Yeah, kind of. You need Roman Reigns on your card. I think if you don't have John Cena every week, you need someone like Roman Reigns. Yeah, agreed. Mm. I mean, there's only so far mm. you can go with Braun on his own. You don't need... Because Brock ain't going to be there. You don't need that. You don't Another need that Kane. That one person. I mean, you do you, you do need a star. Imagine Raw with no range, no Cena, no Brock. You, you no kind of... You're kind of just looking at Braun and Miz. Bala. To carry the... Well, Elias. Do they see it in Bala? Samoa Joe. Okay, yeah, you could probably add some more Jones to that, but are they the real stars, you know? They're not household names. Yeah. If you were to get, say, as we were talking about, if you were to get your girlfriend, fiance, um, to watch Raw with you, would she know Samoa Joe? Would she know Elias as a casual? She'd know Elias because I made her watch him the other day. <laughs> She'd know Finn Balor, that's for sure. She would. <laughs> Keep liking his Instagram posts. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you could send him a message, be like, "Can you? Can you? Yeah, put, can put, you put, your put your some away. fucking clothes on, <laughs> <laughs> you dick." Uh, I'm pretty sure I sent that message to Nikki Bella once. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever? Oh, this is a massive tangent. But do you ever like on people like Nikki Bella's Instagram posts? Do you ever read the comments all and, the time? And you just get someone who's like, "Show your feet." <laughs> Alexa blisses all the time. Like she'll just put a picture up, and even if it's just normal, even if part of her body is on show or whatever, she'll get those comments like, "Hey, nice booty, lovely booty." Oh, I love to see that picture of your booty, Alexa. <laughs> this is like, oh, so weird. <laughs> what do they expect though? Like to, her to come back and go, "Oh, thanks." Yeah, cheers. <laughs> but the feet fingers, I just don't yeah. get it. We oh, I remember when, when we found. Uh, Instagram page uh, dedicated to wrestlers, to women wrestlers' feet. Yeah, he would, oh. he would comment on every every woman, especially Paige. Oh no, he told this was the guy who told Paige to go kill herself, yeah, wasn't it? She had hair the colour of poo. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, just ridiculous people online. <laughs> people online get a life. <laughs> Some of them might be our listeners. Some of them might be us. <laughs> 
I've never asked to see a girl's feet on Instagram. But we are I've never asked to see a girl's feet. We are people feet. online. General. And if Alexa Bliss did, then... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, Aiden? Who knows what, what avenues that could open for you? Do you know um, what I would like to know? Who is our listener from Tokyo? <laughs> I think it's Kenny Omega. We, well, it could be. Or one of the young bucks. It could be. Uh, well, Kenny lives out there, so... Yeah, I guess so. Um, Whoever you are from Tokyo, thank you. Konnichiwa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guessing they speak English. See if you can find us on on Twitter or Instagram or something. Send us a message. Yeah, send us a direct message. I'll send you some merch that we don't have. <laughs> we'll make some up for you. Find find us uh, our shirts in Hot Topic. Yep. 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 <laughs> um, okay, so thoughts on the Royal Rumble pay per view as a whole, then, Matt. Shit. Are we going to do a rating? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, we still what, haven't decided, system? have we? Let's go uh, out of 10. It was a B plus. <laughs> like Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Aiden? Out of 10? Yes. Uh, eight, at least. Matt, I'm going for a serious one now. What, what was your, uh, what's your rating? I'll go for an eight. Solid eight. I think I'm going for eight and a half. Yeah. Mainly because I just enjoyed it so much. Like, the experience was new for me. I've never watched wrestling with a group of people in a bar, drinking. I'm a little bit guided that I didn't see it with you. Well, you had your chance. (laughs) Do I know who I give a a special shout out as such to? I think I know who you're going to say. you got a new friend, have you? Outside this group. Are we allowed those? Yeah, he goes by the name of Heath Slater. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay, that, I didn't think that was who you were going to say. His performance in the Rumble match was fantastic. <laughs> I liked uh, how Elias him, him walked getting, down and just kicked him in the head. Yeah, <laughs> him getting just, as Corey Graves described it, tattooed by Corbin <laughs> got such a pop from the crowd yeah. in the pub. <laughs> everyone was just pissing themselves. And everyone there, everyone after just taking a shot at him and then Biggie feeding him pancakes. <laughs> yeah. And, him and getting the upset on Shane. Did it you, was all perfect. Like. Did you see SmackDown? He was just lobbing pancakes yeah. at Corey Graves. <laughs> yeah, Corey Graves ended up picking one out of his suit jacket. Yeah. Um, I've, I, do you know who I thought you were going to say? Because we were talking about the pub. The barman who came dressed as Rusev. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy, the barman, was uh, dressed as Rusev, wearing a Rusev Day shirt and short Lycra shorts. Um, he had like long hair as well, didn't he? Uh, in a ponytail. Yeah, with his shirt tucked into it. But he, his his shirt, like he he was stuffed out, like he was padded, and he just looked like he was being fat. So when I got a drink, I asked him like, "Why do you think Rusev is so fat?" And he said, "Well, I got this shirt from America, and because we do our chest sizes all the way around, whereas they just do it from kind of peck to peck." So he ended up getting a shirt like two times as big as what he is. So he had to bat it out with like cushions and stuff. <laughs> Just walking around all night in short shorts and a Rusev Day shirt. With a cushion down it. <laughs> yeah. Serving drinks behind the bar. Well, then eventually he untucked it so it looked like he was just walking around in a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we doing for Mania? I would be tempted to go back there. I think that would be really fun. It could be fun. Or we'll have um, to stay at one of your houses. Not allowed. Oh, okay. Then I'll be watching <laughs> WrestleMania with you. It, it could be fun. I think... Royal Rumble is a little bit different because it's so unpredictable in a way. Yeah. Whereas with Mania, with things like one-on-one matches, it's a lot easier to predict, and there's not it's not as tense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it still could be good fun. It's going to be a very long night. 
Very, very long night. It is a I long mean, night. We got there probably, what, like an hour and a half? Before, two hours before it started. And we were there well, from what, nine. Even earlier, I think. Before nine, and then there was a quiz at ten. No, half ten. And then it started at, what, midnight? Yeah. So, we were there for... How many people were there? I, there was like no people there when we got there just people watching Spanish football on the big yeah. screen um, I kind of thought this is going to be a bit shit, shit. But then by the time up probably more than 50 I'd say over there's I'd say at least 75 to 80 people that's good they had two rooms full all, we didn't really go to the, the other room on site but there's a vape room where, which was full yeah all, all the tables would take, there was no seats available standing room only yeah um, free entry it was great yeah it was great I'd any listeners from around the Milton Keynes area, I definitely recommend going to MK11 for a pay-per-view. Especially one like the Royal Rumble. Just real good fun. We, I, I ran into someone who knew you. Yeah. In the toilet um, while you were having a piss, weren't it? Yeah. Uh, he just, just went up to me and said, Are you Ali Bunker's brother? I can tell by the cock size. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Extra small. Hey. <laughs> and I said, yeah, kind of. Encourage, sheepishly en- encouraging like a bit more of a conversation to which he just walked out <laughs> and I, I believe you went to school with him and had previously messaged him told us to listen and he did yeah I think that was Ashley my mate Ashley from school if you're listening Ashley Hi. I hope you didn't look at Aiden's cock <laughs> and even if you did if you did <laughs> give, me, give, give, give me some feedback you know <laughs> a determinant rating system oh god it's D minus <laughs> Emphasis on the D. <laughs> You're always getting D's, Aiden. Um, that was a bad joke. <laughs> I'll do my best Joey Lawler impression. Hence <laughs> why none of us laughed. All right, BS. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um, so, I think we've all established that the Royal Rumble was bloody good. NXT TakeOver, I would give... An eight out of five, maybe. Eight out of five. I mean, eight eight out of five. It's <laughs> a fucking good score, that. <laughs> an eight point five, maybe a nine. Hundred sixty out of a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it a nine. I'd give it a nine. I think it was it was almost flawless. The the we have we've hardly talked about it at all, if any. But the main event match, unreal. Johnny Gargano is so popular. He's the best name. Oh, good face. to see Tommaso Ciampa back, albeit on a crutch with knee brace. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so Johnny Gargano is best baby face in the company, main roster and NXT. Uh, just unbelievable match between the two. Really long, 32 minutes. Um, can Good introduction for Candice LeRae. Crowd was just so in it for the whole time. Well, she looked really great. Um, and she came, she came across really good. Uh, and physical I thought that was the main thing I took away from that yeah and I, I love Zelina Vega she added so much to Cien Almas and she yeah she's great like she's not just a valet she gets involved so yeah good yep NXT TakeOver gets a thumbs up from me that's for sure Um. okay so moving on then to what what this week's action from Monday and Tuesday um conscious of time as agents just pointing out his watch to me so let's get a quick recap of monday night raw you you go? 
Monday Night Raw then. I personally, I thought it was a, quite a good show. Um, but what were your what were your thoughts? Yeah, it was. It flowed quite well. Well paced. Felt like a fair amount happened. Uh, new graphics. I like the graphics. I, I was going to say the new graphics. I really enjoyed them. I thought they were really good. You didn't like them, man? Nope. <laughs> it, it very much felt like a a new era. Like it they felt were, like the night after WrestleMania. It felt like they were waiting to get Raw 25 out of the way, and now is time to build. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Cena battle, whatever. But now it's time to build the future. Like, oh, I don't it, know. It, it, it felt, felt like... it felt more modern with all the. I know. I don't think it was either you or Peter said he didn't like him, but the um, selfie promos. No, I don't mind one or fe- two. That feels quite, yeah. There were there were quite a lot of them, but it feels. It's like Vince found the filter on his phone and went, "Wow, fuck me, this is great." <laughs> you can film on phones now. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Um, yeah, it, it feels quite young and modern, and it it doesn't feel like the guys are the one that uh, I, stuck to a script. The one I didn't like was the uh, graphics on the Usos. I d- I don't like how the words come up. That. That seems produced. That's more of a mixed match challenge thing, isn't it? No. No, it was on SmackDown. Was it? Yeah. That was a lot on SmackDown. There was. Uh, yeah, the, the Usos uh, jail graphic work weren't great. Lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> but like the, the words coming up as they're saying, like to me, this whole selfie thing should be like, oh, this is happening live, and they've hijacked the show or something like that. But it, it, overproduced. It, yeah, it's unnecessarily produced. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'd take that away. I, so that's I, what I took from the graphics I don't mind the actual raw thing yeah the new raw like logo it looks alright I yeah. like that but like, I quite you know when they're previewing matches and stuff I quite like the the way that came up I thought that was pretty cool um, so the new graphics for that were good yeah the phone promos I probably need to see a bit more of to see whether I get bored of them very quickly I think um, one or two yeah, you don't want too many. It you don't be, want it every. Be, it can be oversaturated very quickly. You don't want every fucking knob going on my phone. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. want, to, I don't want to see any knob on screen. Apart <laughs> from your own. No, <laughs> you don't need to see it on the screen. Um, <laughs> well, he does because he can't see it. <laughs> oh God! Why are we spend so much about penis this week? Uh, penis WP. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I thought Raw was really great. I enjoyed. I didn't enjoy Cena beating Finn okay, Balor. Yeah, let's get to it because this has really pissed you off, hasn't it, man? Yeah, it really has. Um, so, the main event of Raw then: John Cena versus Finn Balor for a chance at well to enter the Elimination Chamber match, um, which I think is in about four weeks' time. Yeah. Um, Cena wins. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not having it. I mean, we're used to saying Cena wins a lot, but. Over someone like Finn on Raw, the day after he's just gone fifty-eight minutes in the Royal Rumble. Yep. And it was weird the way the way Cena was acting was as if, like, oh, I can't put this guy away or whatever. So I, I was of the opinion that Balor was gonna gonna win or going over as he uh, put it in his selfie promo. Yeah, I mean, I... smart booking for me would would have been to have Finn win, because uh, John Cena, let's face it. Coming to the end of his career. He, he doesn't, doesn't need doesn't the need Elimination it, Chamber. Or even just... Um, but do they need him in that match? No. Even because the club were ringside for at least a while anyway. I don't know if they were for the whole match. Um, but even just maybe a little sneaky involvement that Finn maybe isn't aware of. 
like them tripping him up when doing the five knuckle shots, some, something, um, and then Balor getting away with it and winning. So you don't have to go clean on Cena. Yeah, I thought that would have been the way to go, but they didn't. They went clean with Cena winning with a AA from the second rope. Um, yeah, he kicked out of an AA. Yeah, he did kick out of an AA. Yeah, he he took, out of he an took AA. the top rope AA to put him away. I don't see why he has to be in the elimination chamber. I think I, it's I star suppose, power again. I, I think they're, as, as kind of shown in his selfie promo, uh, John Cena's, is that he's kind of desperate to get to Mania now that he hasn't got the rumble. Um, you've got to do something. Does that work, though, when the people aren't desperate to see him get to Mania? <laughs> like me. Oh, the kids are. Mm, I guess so. But people want to see him at, at WrestleMania. In yeah, I, I don't... Yeah, like him missing WrestleMania 32, apart from his little thing of the Rock and Bray Wyatt, like, it was a miss. It was a big miss. Yeah, but people want to see him at WrestleMania. They just don't want to see him getting opportunities to be in the main event. Well, we know he's not going to. Like, so we're assuming he's not going to win The it. three that have got in it this week are Braun, Elias, and John Cena. Cena, yeah. So who are the other two? Roman Reigns and... The last one's quite hard. It could be Seth, could be Miz, could be Bray. Might well, probably be Bray, actually. Well, Matt was in a qualifying match, Matt Hardy, so and Bray interrupted, so whether or not they'll do the reverse next week would make sense, I, I guess. And then Matt interrupts and leads to their match, one-on-one match at Chamber. That's how I see it going. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, yeah, it's probably you're probably right. Um, so yeah, but it's got to be Seth or Miz. Really, I'm, I'm just glad that Finn's not in it. Samoa Joe's back Samoa in. Samoa Joe, there we go. Yeah, there's a good. Apparently shot. still out. Yeah, I don't know if he will be back in time. Um, Better be back in time for WrestleMania. Yeah, he hasn't got many Rainiers left in him. I know. He doesn't have any to begin with. He missed last year's just cause. <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't on the show. It wasn't on the show. Um, yeah, a bit strange. Hopefully he's back. I think he would uh, slot perfectly into that. that yeah, that of course bit. he would. But do you think that they're building Elias versus Cena? I know a lot has been said about Cena Taker for WrestleMania. But if that doesn't love, happen, love to see Elias eliminate Cena. I think that would go down well with the crowd. Yeah. I think everyone would want to walk with Elias. <laughs> WrestleMania with Elias. Oh. thought that was a good one. It was alright. <laughs> um, but yeah, I liked Raw. I thought the Asuka-Sasha Banks match was brilliant. Yeah, I thought it was, it was really, really good. good. It was very long, but it didn't feel like, oh, this is long. And Sasha physical. Banks nearly died. <laughs> she nearly died. Asuka nearly died as well. She yeah. went backwards it threw the second rope um, which looked pretty dangerous um, Sasha has a habit in big matches of taking risks which ultimately don't pay they, off Lita are getting a little bit hurt <laughs> I yeah I've also heard that apparently she's had a not, not a talking to but just a conversation with the people in the back just saying like look maybe maybe just Stop being a bit reckless. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is a couple of times. Like, I always get nervous when I see her running for a suicide dive because I think there is a real chance she could commit suicide. <laughs> yeah. The amount of time she's landed on her head and her body's folded over. and. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, obviously we don't want to see her getting injured, so 
tone it down a little bit um but it it does help with her babyface character because and I, I was gonna try and make this point she's so heelish naturally yeah yeah so i feel like she has she to do those things to get over as a baby face yeah I, i've seen a lot of stuff online lately especially since the page incident how people are saying that she's reckless and how she's injured so many people over the years and there's a lot of these that i had like i don't i don't know about but things like apparently she um she injured emma very badly when she hurt her back um she's broken alexa's nose yeah she did that after the do you remember she did knees off the she, stage? Yeah. yeah, but I I don't I don't recall the nose breaking thing. And any, I do. Anything I she broke it, she just bloodied it. Yeah, anything I remember Alexa. Alexa getting really pissed off of it and punching her. Um, what the, the, the page thing? She apparently. Uh, I'm still not forgiving hurt, her for page. Apparently thing. hurt Alicia. And um, if she is, if she's retired, page, fuck Sasha Banks. But you know, it's not intentional. Fuck yeah, Sasha Banks. Well, it wouldn't have been done intentionally. It was just bad timing or position. You guys are too nice. Fuck Sasha Banks. <laughs> I'll, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, before we get accused of being sexist. Um, yeah, I thought the match was great. Asuka wins, you know, as expected. There was a little bit in the match where I thought, mm, maybe they're doing away with the... They've Winch, got to do away with it at some point, haven't they? Well, she'll go through to WrestleMania. Yeah, she's going all the way to Mania, unbeaten. I know. Uh, maybe Nia Jax beats her one day, I'm not sure. I don't know. You probably Ronda. want someone more over than Nia. Ronda Rousey. Although, yeah. Nia is quite over. She, they, there was even booze when she got eliminated. Yeah, when she got eliminated, people weren't happy. Um, how, how anyone could eliminate someone like Nia Jax from the Royal Rumble, I have no idea. Yeah, no idea how they do that every single year. <laughs> Did you hear um, Sasha in her promo when she comes out and says um, the women main event in the Royal Rumble yet, yet again? again? Yeah, I think she meant a pay-per-view, didn't she? Yeah, she specifically named the Rumble. I was like, um, <laughs> let's go back through the history books and see where this other match was. Yeah, um, yeah, so a bit of a bit of a hash. But she comes across so heelish in her promos. Are they going to? Yeah, she was very heelish in the Rumble match, and that continued last night. So it makes me wonder if they're kind of. But she smack talks, and she eliminated Bailey. Yeah. Um, she she yeah constantly uh, smack talking in the ring. She was especially she was to Asuka. Talking, she was kind of being the ringleader for the Bellas, um, which is interesting, really. Yeah, she um, she when she teamed up with the Bellas, it seemed like they were the free heels against Asuka, the, the baby face, uh, and that's certainly the way that she portrayed that character. Anyway, but she's so good at being a heel. Just let her be a heel. Yeah. Um, there's no need for her as a baby face. I don't think. I guess just the whole there's still a bit of a baby face heel um, imbalance on Raw outside of Bailey who's your baby got, face and got Alexa and Nia but then you've got Asuka and Bailey, Mickey James Mickey God knows James. what Dana Brooke is <laughs> she's a statistician who crunches you, the numbers I guess you've got three heels in, in Paige Mandy Rose and um, Sonya Deville so yeah maybe there is a bit of a face for me lacking if Paige is Injury is legit and she should be retiring. Shouldn't we have had this by now? I, I don't know whether they're maybe waiting for like contracts to expire or they're, I think just, they're just stringing it out because you know they like to do this to us. Like, there, there's no there's no rush. Like, if they're not 100% yet, you can't just go in and announce it. So, there's no particular rush. I don't want it to happen. If it needs to happen, it 
It should happen though if she can't. Oh, if she, she can't, can't wrestle anymore. It's not safe. Then yeah, she should retire. But I don't want it to happen. <laughs> well, no, I don't. Yeah, any of us do, especially someone so young, um, and so talented, and English, <laughs> and English. Not very often despite we say that. How, um, despite how much of an American twang she puts on her voice. Ah, I forgot to even say this. What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't like the Royal Rumble. I'm putting it down to seven point five. <laughs> Just because Paige wasn't there? No! Fucking Pete Dunn weren't in it! Oh, oh. That's because you insist Will Ospreay told you that he was going to be there, but he didn't. He did! <laughs> Just get over it! He fucking did. He, he said, you need to look at that man over there. He said, if anyone's going to be in maybe, it. Maybe Gregory Helms was in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the UK champion. This is what I don't get. He's the UK champion. What's the point in having a UK champion... If you don't want to put him in something like that. Yeah, it, it did kind of, con- not confuse me, but I I wasn't sure there would be any NXT call-ups in the match because I wasn't sure who they would do, and the last person I expected was the NXT champion. Yeah, and, and I didn't expect Adam Cole either. I didn't expect Adam Cole either, no. Um, I guess because of the whole Philly connection with ROH, our, our Ring of Honor. But you got pulled from two main ev- two events... It was supposed to be out last Saturday and Sunday. Be done. Yeah. To be... At TakeOver. At TakeOver. Just to collect an award? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. It was definitely a missed opportunity for him, I think, to, to be in the Royal Rumble. And he's he still have... in America now, because he's pulled out of the event I'm going to on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, it was a shame. Uh, he could have easily taken one of those spots, and maybe Adam Coles, for instance, and... Um, Made an impact. Yeah. Well, people love Pete Dunn over there anyway. Uh, he's over already. He um, needs he needs a match on Raw. Again. Yeah. One where, they... his, where his entrance isn't ruined oh, by that angle. F- yeah. And also I feel like a match like that's probably been scrapped from the record books now with um, Enzo's. Who? Enzo. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> I forgot that's who he was against. Who? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens with that one. Close tabs. Well, they're interesting, actually, developments, weren't they? That you, you mentioned to us that the rumours are that Enzo was already trying to get out of his contract. Yeah, yeah I'd seen a, an article or two online that apparently he'd been trying for a number of months. Um, bit of an extreme way to end up doing it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, maybe he got what he wanted in the end. Um, apparently he doesn't take no for an answer, so... Jeez. <laughs> Savage. Wow. So, if you're listening, fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg, Goldberg and Enzo versus Aiden in a handicap match. Uh, I wouldn't pay to see that. Aiden's getting fucked up. <laughs> Literally by Enzo, apparently. Yeah. Um, that's, that's his gimmick. <laughs> he doesn't say no. <laughs> um, okay, on that lovely note... Um, yeah, just generally, I thought Raw as a whole went well. We had Roman versus Miz. We had a Braun moment. We had a Braun moment. Tipped over the stage, which which didn't, didn't land on Kane in any way, shape, yeah. or form. What did was the uh, curtain underneath. Yep. That must have hurt. Must have, must have hurt. So have, you, have you ever noticed, I'm sure you must have done by now, how they're not allowed to say hospital anymore. They yeah, have to say medical facility. They've always said medical facility. Um... 
Because people can then go on online or call up and be like, um, is Kane at your hospital? And they go, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but well, apparently Kane discharged himself. Yeah. <laughs> he got up and crawled out, according to reports. Like, who's telling you this? Yeah. Who comes back and goes, oh my God, you'll never guess what happened and in the ER. And why has no one filmed it for Snapchat or anything? Yeah. Because yeah. it didn't happen, mate. I know, it's a good idea. You're actually. telling me it ain't real. Um, <laughs> it's the second time we've had this revelation tonight. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, good raw. Yeah, raw was alright. It, it made me laugh. Um, uh, Corey Gray's being like, Braun, that, that's a human being. Like, yeah, but Kane literally tried to murder yeah. Braun a couple months ago, so I'll forgive and him. And I must say, raw, big shout out to the coach being back. Oh, yeah, so this is a big deal. So because he's gone. Hiring PR. Um, tell, 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 tell me you didn't just say that. that moment. Yeah. That was short-lived anyway. But... Short-lived. Uh, <laughs> um, most of our... Uh, <laughs> our segments. Segments we try and do. Yeah, um, good to have Coach back. He, he did well, I thought, considering he's been away for such a long time. Uh, there was a few bits where I thought, what are you talking about, Coach? Uh, are you being a good guy? Or are you being a bad guy? What's your deal here? Um, yeah, like, this, this is my problem with these kind of commentators. People like him and Byron Saxton. Is what, what really do they bring? So you've got the play-by-play... You've got the colour guy, usually an ex-wrestler. The coloured guy? That's <laughs> a bit racist there. Well, they do have that. <laughs> yeah. They have Booker T, they had Byron, they've got Coach, they've got Percy Watson on NXT. I feel like sometimes they just do it to just include them. Yeah. Um, and I missed, I missed Nigel McGuinness on well, NXT. I, I takeover. it was nice having a two-man booth back. And despite how shit he is, Percy Watson was the best he has been. Because uh, I think he usually gets outshone by Nigel, who gives the whole ex-wrestler perspective yeah. that Percy is supposed to, but he can't. So I think, like, Mauro was good as well. So I think a, the two-man booth definitely helped. I, I just miss a two-man. We don't need three-man booths on every show. No. Um, on any show, really. So, yeah. Um, Shout-out to the coach. It's nice to see him back. He made He's so much more coherent than Booker. Yeah, so much more. It's not hard to be, though, to be fair. I think we could all be better than Booker T. For a he he said he's been working working towards this for years. said it was, it was his intention for a long time. So, What I didn't... It's only a small, very, very small thing. What I didn't like was the way he kept saying, I decided to come back. Like yeah. it's like, and what a great night for me to choose to come back and stuff. It's like, well, they, if, you didn't if, choose. If they I'd asked know, you to come back, and you said I'd yes. If I'd known this needed. was going to happen, I would have just come back in Des Moines. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, but an observation. Um, so we've all done anything else. Roman Miz, I thought that was all right. Not as good as the last couple matches. Um, Roman loses again. The announcement of a women's elimination chamber. Women's elimination chamber, which announced who will be in it. With no fanfare, other than Alexa, she's in it. Oh yeah. No fanfare for the women's uh, elimination chamber this week, which yeah. I thought was a little bit strange. But I am a little bit tired of seeing fanfare for just every new woman's thing. Just kind of let yeah. it happen organically. I think that's maybe where they're going with this one. Um, so it doesn't become such a big deal. It's just a norm, you know. Um, but yeah, interested to see what they can do in the Elimination Chamber. So another pay-per-view where we're going to end up seeing two of the same type of match in one night. Do you reckon they'll main event that one as well? I bloody hope not. <laughs> you don't need to main event everything to make history. No. Just having that match is making history, you know? Yeah. 
Um, so Raw then, final thoughts. Thought it was a decent show. Thumbs yeah. up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Thumbs up. I'd go thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, let's see if we can say the same for SmackDown Live. Down again from the Wells Fargo Center in Philly, where the whole weekend was. Um, the show, a lot of the same faces in the crowd. Yeah, it's a bit like WrestleMania season, isn't it? Where yeah. shout out to the Spurs fan in the front row every <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah, uh, the shirt was a bit tight. Repping the sh- repping the shirt. Um, SmackDown, it's, it's kind of lost. It. Have we ever it said has. we're Tottenham fans? Sorry, have we ever said on this we're Tottenham fans? I think so. Let's hope we don't lose any listeners. To <laughs> yeah, it. we're all Tottenham fans. <laughs> um, this show has definitely lost its way. I thought this wasn't the worst SmackDown that it has been in, in recent times. I thought there were good bits on this SmackDown. It was all right. Um, I I liked the opening segment with Nakamura and, and AJ and, and Kevin and Sammy. I thought that was all right. You've got to love Nakamura trying to speak English. <laughs> it's it's slightly like, uncomfortable to watch. I like his his new gimmick. Messing with AJ. <laughs> of just simple, straight to the point. Sami Zayn, knee to the face. Yeah. John Cena, knee to the face. Roman Reigns, knee to face. <laughs> AJ Styles, knee face. <laughs> <laughs> At WrestleMania. Right, you have to do the accent. Win. <laughs> It's a little bit racist when you do the accent. I just said at WrestleMania, I'll win. <laughs> in, uh, against Goldberg and let Enzo in a handicap match. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you you wouldn't beat Goldberg and Enzo in a handicap match. Maybe one-on-one. You, one on one. you might You might beat Enzo, yeah. I'll just run around them until he gets knackered. Okay. Um, Two minutes in. You'll use your target. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um... So SmackDown then, I thought pretty average. I, like I kind of sh- liked. I, I, I like the Charlotte bit. I like these, the Fatal Four Way for the United States number one contendership. It was okay. Rusev went over, which was great for the crowd. Rusev went over. Kofi is so smooth in the ring. I love Kofi. Um, I thought I thought he was going to win, to be honest. Well, Kofi. Yeah, nah. like going in before the match started. Uh, I thought most likely to win was Kofi because I'd like to see New Day with a bit of single success. Eventually, um, yeah, good to see Rusev win. Good reaction. Uh, I guess it makes sense because he's the heel and Bobby Roode's the face, or Bob Roode as he called him in his selfie video. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Bobby Roode's selfie video with yeah. the uh, the calendar. I thought that was quite smart. Did anyone see the picture of Bobby Roode and Ric Flair backstage? Yeah, as well. Ric Flair showing him how to wear his yeah. robe. Yeah, not dressed as the Colonel this time. Yeah, potentially. I said, we was we were saying this at Steve's. If you'd have fallen asleep Ooh, during the Royal Rumble match, and then the advert after the Royal Rumble match, and you woke up and Ric Flair's in the ring, Ric Flair would just won the Rumble just as <laughs> yeah. the Colonel. That could that's probably his last ever wrestling match. Yeah, that's the legacy he's leaving behind. Yeah. Well done, Ric Flair. Thanks for the memories, especially the KFC ones. Um, so, smack, back to SmackDown then. Um, you're right, I enjoyed the Charlotte bit where the Riot Squad just came out and annihilated her a bit. And uh, and then Carmella tried to cash in. <laughs> she plays this role really well. 
she's so good a little bit screamy but you know i think she's meant to be annoying touch of the zigglers yeah touch of the zigglers um <laughs> where the fuck was he <laughs> where was dolph I think surely the, if you're trying to build his momentum gone. back up but that's got to be the worst way to go out surely you might yeah if, if that's how he's going you might as well just have him leave the way he did last month yeah there's no need for him to come back at the rumble um I didn't particularly enjoy Baron Corbin, Ty Dillinger. No, I did not. Wasn't really fussed who won the United States Fatal Four Way, uh, but I'm kind of glad Rusev did. Um, but other than that, I mean, the main event tag team match. So the, the announcement of uh, Sammy versus AJ next week for the shot of the title. Kevin, you mean? Oh yeah, Sammy versus Kevin at, for the shot of the title at Fast Lane. It's quite a big deal. Um, uh, a bit it, weird. It just instantly made them turn on each other. <laughs> yeah, just in the little backstage segment where they're both taking little snipe, snipes. I'm hoping this other. isn't the breakup. Yeah, because I don't, I don't think it will be. I don't want Sami Zayn to turn back to nobody cares about you. I don't just generic face Sami. Yeah, I don't think it will be. I think Sami's actually going to win, but. Uh, I, I reckon that they're maybe going to go down the path like, oh, you guys thought we were going to... You guys thought we were, like A bit like Jericho and Owens did a couple of times. You guys thought we were going to split, but they actually come together. And I'd like them to do a festival of friendship and it. everyone go, oh, this is where they're going to split up. And actually they just uh, I don't, celebrate their friendship. I don't think I can take another festival of friendship by, by heart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was broken in the last time. I reckon it's going to be like that time with Jericho and Owens... Um, Oh, Looked like they were going to fight, and then they were like, well, I know exactly who to blame. And then that's the yeah. time they both arranged. And then laughed and hugged. <laughs> yeah, well, so that was I, I would cool. be surprised if. Um, I don't really know how it's going to go down next week. Because Rene, like, uh, Rene did a quick interview with him after, and he said, Does this mean that we're no longer friends? Like, no, it just means that I'm going to win next week. So who knows how it's going to go down, but it's a reason to tune in. Yeah, definitely. So there's a bit, yeah, a bit of a, a bit of intrigue going into next week, which is good. Um, so the main event itself, tag team match, I thought was all right. There was a bit of dissension between Sammy and Kevin throughout the match. Sammy abandoned him, it, then Rikai joined in. It just seemed, it just went off so quickly. It was Sammy had been thrown outside. Kevin and I wanted to make a tag, and then suddenly just went off on him like, "What are you doing? Why are you outside?" Like he's just been chucked outside. Well, it started on Royal Rumble, didn't he? he tweeted. You said you got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was quite cool. It was quite good. And then they followed on from that. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah basically calling Sammy a failure. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, well, it said, um, when Sammy goes, oh, I've, I've got you in my back. Oh, I've got you b- watching my back in the corner. Um, so we won't fail. And he went, yeah, you won't fail. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was quite cool. So, yeah, intriguing to see what they do next week, whether they have a straight-up one-on-one fight and then just go back to normal, whether that's the end or whether they... Do you remember when uh, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens at Battleground 2016 was the last time ever? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And now they're best buds. They're fighting again. Um... <laughs> <laughs> they will literally be destined to fight forever. Yeah. To do this dance forever, as Sami put it. Yeah. But it's such a good match. I'm not against it. Yeah. Let's see what they what they come up with. 
how do you think we built AJ versus Nakamura at WrestleMania? If AJ beats whoever wins the Kevin Sammy match, obviously, obviously. going to happen. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a. Who do you know? I guess it's just going to be a straight down middle a, face versus face. Who's the I've best? Got it's, a like it's got to be a mutual respect kind of angle. I'd like to see. I know it won't happen, but I'd like to see it. Shinsuke screw Kevin Owens out of the match, so it's definitely him versus AJ. And, he can, and then he can go, well, I helped you there, AJ. No, JC, and I don't need your help. Yeah. Maybe, somewhere, somewhere they can go. I think maybe we might see them team a few more times, and eventually they'll lose a match because one of them accidentally hits the other or something, there's yeah. miscommunication, and that just leads to a bit of a brawl, and, and that goes from there. I think that's probably the way we're going. Do you see Shinsuke going over? Yes. Yeah, I do as well. And hey, you? No, not at the moment. No? No, not at the moment. I just love <laughs> Corey Graves with his finisher. It's just the best. <laughs> it's the most hyped he ever gets. Yeah. Well, when Mandy Rose comes out. That's true. Or Alexa Bliss <laughs> when she used to come out. Yeah, when Alexa first got drafted. Imagine if Alexa versus Mandy Rose was ever, <laughs> was ever a match. Corey Graves would explode. I would explode. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note... <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a good way of ending. Um, Smackdown. No, it's up. not a good way of ending. <laughs> <laughs> big ending. <laughs> big E's finish, so let's finish. Smackdown, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. I'm going middle, middle. slightly up. Thumbs three quarters of the way up. Matt? Middle. Middle, firmly in the middle. Firmly. Well, what's a slight to introduce rating systems? We love a system. Um... 4.6 to the thumbs to the down. <laughs> that one's not going to catch on. We'll go up and down or in the middle. Fuck you. For Raw and Smatter. <laughs> 205 Live, quickly. Uh, Rockstar Spud slash Drake Maverick, new GM. Don't care. Didn't didn't really care. Um, he's a bit <laughs> weird because he's tiny. <laughs> yeah, he made Daniel Bryan look yeah. big. He looks like a... Benny Dorm rep. Yes, <laughs> he was very orange. Yeah. He was in a blue suit. I think it was green. No, it might have been green. He looked colors. like um, a Zack Ryder tweeted a picture of the t- million dollar man figure <laughs> and next to Rockstar Spud and he's like, you're spitting image. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, no one seems to care, which is a shame. Although, they, before he got announced, they were all chanting Rockstar or Rockstar Spud and then when it got announced, they were like, ooh, and then he came out and they were like, oh, it's him. Like, why are they calling him Drake Maverick now? Even the commentators refer to him as Rockstar Spud. I, I, I would kind of like to see all the wrestlers refer to him as Rockstar Spud. And he insists on them calling him his real <laughs> name. Drake Maverick. I don't know who he is. I don't, I, don't think it, I don't know if it is his real name or not, but I like that kind of angle. Yeah, I don't think it is his real name. Because he's obviously like worked with a lot of them before, so they can try and be his, his buddies. Um, Was he in the Cruiserweight? Him, but... No, he was from he's from um, Impact Wrestling. Oh, um, hence why I don't know who he is. Well, he kind of just plays just a bit Malvy. Good day. Yeah, I don't more than that really. Um, but he was quite over in in TNA. But I don't think that's quite difficult to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because you get so much hype 
Aiden would get over in TNA. Yeah. Especially with handicap matches against Enzo and Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of handicaps. <laughs> <laughs> why is Zach Gowan never in a Royal Rumble? Zach Gowan? Yeah, how would you eliminate him? Throw him over the top rope. Both feet must touch the floor. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Every year, just hop down to the ring. But surely you have to wear his prosthetic. Nothing stopping him take. He wrestled on one leg before. Good shout, Aiden. That's a good shout. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Maybe that's why he's never in the Royal Rumble, because they can't find a way around him not winning. Either that or Brock Lesnar murdered him. <laughs> yeah, pushing him down the stairs. He was on. Mm-hmm. Whose podcast was he on? That's a long ago. Ah, it was... Um, Colt Cabanas. And he was saying about how Brock Lesnar literally just beat the fuck out of him. In front of his own mum. <laughs> um, right, we've gone on a big tangent again. Uh, we always do. We so love a tangent. That concludes Raw Smackdown... And, and this week and concludes this week's episode of the People's Wrestling Podcast. Let's see if this actually works. Might drop. Brilliant. Might drop, yeah. I don't. I don't think that came across well. <laughs> well, that's how I'm finishing. Need to put your mic back up. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can hear you. You can still hear me. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening to uh, this week's episode. Remember, you can find us on Remember. Like, on Twitter. At the underscore PWP on Instagram at the People's Wrestling Podcast. They can please, find... please talk to us. <laughs> please, I'm so lonely on Twitter. <laughs> Have some interaction with us. Yes, uh, we're again, nice indi- people. Individually, Matt, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, the Bear M Bumby at the Bear M Bumby. Yes. All right, sorry, at the Bear M Bumby. Aiden at the Bear M Bumby. Uh, you can find me at the Bear M Bumby. No, uh, <laughs> at Aiden Bunker. And you can find me at AliBunker88. Aiden, you didn't tell them how to spell it. Yeah, people should know by now. There's only one way to spell Aiden. Is there? There's only one true way to spell Aiden. A-I-D-A-N. I thought there was only one way of spelling Matthew, and then I saw the other day some idiot spelled... What? Spelled it differently. Really? How? It's E-U... Oh, the French way. Yeah. Matthew. Matthew. Fuck that. There's only one way of spelling M-A-W-T-H-I-E-U. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck off. Anyway, right, so that concludes this week's episode of the People's Wrestling Podcast. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week.